I learned a new word yesterday called clapter. It was something Donald Glover has said in the past. Uh, Seth Meyers has said this. Apparently, it's when people clap at a comedy show or applaud, not when something is funny, when they're laughing, but because they agree with something that's being said, whether it's politically or socially or whatever. It's an interesting term. I've never really thought of it that way because I have seen moments where something is said and it's not, it's not a great punchline. It's not a great premise, but people just applaud and it's very weird to applaud comedy because you would think the point of comedy is to make us laugh it would be to subvert expectations tell us something that we didn't think was coming or we didn't know or a different point of view or whatever that is this comedy special that i sat through last night is probably the biggest example of that that i've seen ever michael che's new special shame the devil is more clapping than laughing it is such a strange concept it's so weird to see the audience cheering most of the time and i have no problem with that I have no problem with like a talk and people at like kind of like a spoken word event or just a speech people clapping applauding whatever but this is is this not supposed to be a comedy show it was very confusing it felt like going to some kind of rally where someone is just saying things to get other people to like what they're saying very confusing special it just came out um you can watch it if you want these are just my thoughts on it i don't mean to shit on any comedian, I don't want to shit on anybody that goes out there and does stand up and tries to make something funny. So these are just my thoughts. You might like the special. I don't know. There are a few things that are off about it. So for those of you who don't know Michael Che, he is a co-head writer at SNL. This puts him in a very weird position where he has this employer, SNL, that's owned by NBC. That's a large media corporation. Anytime you're a large media corporation and you do comedy, you have to be very careful. It's not comedy in the sense that it's you can be as free as you want. You have advertisers to please, other media people to please, and of course your audience. So it's a certain type of audience. SNL is an institution. It has been around for years and years, since the 70s. There's a certain brand name behind it. So when you go up on stage and you're supposedly going to say something, I don't want to say edgy because I feel like now that has this like try hard association with it, I guess bold but your employer is snl i feel like you're bound to hold back it's how i felt working at a company being mindful of like oh what can i say in meetings or at the company lunch table because i work for this company and someone could misconstrue it and i felt like i could never really be free and that's the sense i got from this michael che special michael che himself before this um i never found him unlikable i had no problem with him but he seems exhausted in the special this was one of the most slow paced specials i have ever seen it's an hour and i feel like they stretched it into an hour when it should have been 30 minutes there are long long pauses in between every single joke michael chase is waiting for the audience to laugh or he just prompts them by laughing himself at his own jokes when the audience is not laughing which is rare they are of course clapping and cheering sometimes he just has to say a word and they start clapping there was one part where he just said the word simone biles and the audience erupted into applause which is strange because how do they know where he stands on that issue is that comedy shouldn't they be waiting with bated breath like oh shit what is he going to say about simone biles the way someone like bill burr dave chappelle mark normand uh tim dylan the way guys like this do jokes you don't know what they're gonna say they might divide the crowd they might say something completely out of left field so the moment someone says a keyword and the crowd starts clapping is kind of a sign that this isn't 
really comedy that'll surprise you in any way. It's, it's going to be talking points that everyone agrees with. So maybe Michael Che is exhausted from his day gig as an SNL co-head writer, but he seems just so chill. I mean, the whole special, he is sitting on his stool, kind of slumped over. I'm unsure what's going on. Like he gets up one time, he sits back down. He, he seems like he put this special together in his free time when he wasn't under pressure to deliver sketches for SNL. Michael Che doesn't come off as being very unapologetic or even showing conviction in what he's saying. Every joke he makes, he kind of apologizes for the joke right after. The riskiest thing he says is he touches on Caitlyn Jenner and he makes a little trans joke. Not even anything like what Dave Chappelle does or what anyone else does. He kind of makes a quip. The crowd goes silent. It becomes so awkward because up until then, he's kind of led them on on just topics that they agree with and he wants them to agree with him on. So the moment he ventures out to do anything kind of out there, they it, it's like they turn on him instantly and then he has to specify that he's joking, that he doesn't really feel that way. He uses the word retard at one point, but then he immediately takes it back and says, no, I shouldn't use that word, but yet he did to get the laugh. The whole thing seems confused in a way. He checks in regularly with the audience to make sure that everything's kosher. One thing that came across as weird to me is he states to the audience that he likes dark humor. It's a strange thing to state. Either your humor is dark and it's just very evident, or people ask you what kind of humor you're into and you go, yeah, I, I kind of lean towards dark humor. But to tell people you like dark humor and then proceed to, to make the most non-dark jokes ever, it's it's a little strange. The vibe that I got from this special is Michael Che is loved by white people. I don't know how big of a black audience he would have. I don't know how well he would do on something like Def Jam. If you've seen the Def Jam documentary on Netflix, it's amazing. Def Jam was like one of the most ruthless comedy platforms ever. A lot of legendary comedians have come through Def Jam. The crowd at those kinds of shows are unforgiving. You have to make them laugh. You can't pander to them. You can't try to be too likable to them. You almost have to be unafraid of the audience in those kinds of crowds. I don't know if Michael Che would survive in a crowd that's just not super, super liberal white people. Michael Che makes a few good points. He has a few good jokes. He touches upon uh, mental health in the black community, but he also talks about dick jokes and period jokes and all these jokes that feel like very high school that feel like even lower brow than what dane cook used to do back in the day it's kind of strange to see a 38 year old comedian be making these kind of jokes and the crowd again laughs because it's their guy and that's the thing i guess that seems weird to me that the crowd has selected a comedian to be their guy and they're gonna laugh at his stuff no matter what unless he says something that they really don't agree with in which case They'll hold the applause and they'll let the comedian kind of walk back on it to get to a point where they're comfortable and then they'll support him again. The audience at times doesn't seem like they want to turn on Michael Che because they like where he stands on certain issues and they want to support him. I guess this is the whole thing of making a Netflix comedy special. You select fans that will like your shit no matter what, that will laugh as hard as they can so that the special seems way funnier than it is. And I'm not saying he's completely unfunny but the whole thing just seems very set up very forced it doesn't seem like he's saying anything new a lot of the topics he touched upon are like old old topics he talks about r kelly i mean r the, the r kelly thing has been a joke for so many years macklemore joked about r kelly years ago in thrift shop 
and he's a white rapper. Michael Che talks about Caitlyn Jenner. How long has the topic of Caitlyn Jenner been around? Years now. It just seems like old recycled material. It doesn't seem that bold or courageous to come at people that have already been demonized. It's not covering new ground. Yes, we know Caitlyn Jenner killed someone with her car. Yes, we know R. Kelly peed on a girl. Yes, we know Harvey Weinstein is this monster. It doesn't really say much when you make these statements publicly. What's courageous is Hannibal Perez, before anyone knew about Bill Cosby, going up on stage and taking a risk by saying, hey, Bill Cosby is kind of a rapist. And people didn't, it wasn't news yet. People didn't really believe that or know that yet. That's really putting yourself out there. Going up and making jokes about R. Kelly, it just seems like we know, we get it. Everyone knows what R. Kelly did. So I don't really know if this is Michael Che at his best. I got the sense that he was holding back. It felt like he knew what the crowd was and what they wanted and he kind of gave that to them. It felt like he could do so much better and it was because he worked for SNL. Funny enough, I just watched Shane Gillis special on YouTube and Shane Gillis famously got kicked off of SNL when a bunch of controversy came out about him. Shane Gillis touched on similar topics but did it so unapologetically and just so himself that it was funny. Like I actually laughed during the Shane Gillis special more than I did during even Dave Chappelle's special. I'd say Mark Norman is the same way. Mark Norman doesn't really walk back on his jokes. He kind of stands behind them. He lets them sit. Even if they're a little bit fucked up, the crowd is either horrified or they laugh or they move on. Michael J special, it didn't feel like he was being any of those guys. It felt like he was holding back. I think this is about something bigger. So Michael Che uh, went on Instagram because he's not on Twitter. He went on his Instagram. And he went on kind of like a mini tirade against podcasting, particularly at this podcaster, Tim Dillon, who's also a stand-up comedian. And Michael Che said that this person, Tim Dillon, is not a real comedian because he started a podcast and now he's a media personality and it's so much easier being a media personality, blah, blah, blah. And people were pointing out that, you know, a lot of people like Tim Dillon's podcast. It's, I believe, the number two podcast on Patreon. Uh, people find it funny. It makes money. I did not mean to make that rhyme. And then some people went on to say that he kind of got into this beef to promote his special. But what I felt like it is, is this whole old traditional industry versus the new school. And it's so weird to be calling online media new school. I, I would think by this point, it's just it's just what it is. You can do a podcast or a show or a series on the internet and it's not considered this fringe internet thing, but that's kind of how Michael Che made it sound. It came off like gatekeeping to me. It came off like Michael Che is upset in a way that he doesn't have this huge audience online, that he's not completely free from his employer, which is SNL, NBC. It felt like he was lashing out in a way at this like new generation of creators and comedians and podcasters, which is all just molded into one at this point. There's not really a separation between this guy's a stand-up, this guy's a comedian, because there are people that are funny online on YouTube that do comedy but don't go up on stage or they're not on traditional TV shows. And I think it's weird to categorize comedy the way Michael Che does, like, oh, you're a podcaster, then if you're a podcaster and you're funny, then you're not a comedian. And Michael Che is a real comedian because he has a Netflix special, because Netflix gave him a special, because he's on SNL. It's all very strange, so it got me thinking about the traditional industry that has gatekeepers like SNL versus having no one behind you and just putting your work up on YouTube or Patreon or whatever and building an audience and gaining traction and making a living. Ultimately, I, I have no problems with Michael Che or a special. I, I just think it's, 
I don't know why you can't just take the money that you make and the living that you make and just try to be happy with that. I don't really know why people have to come after other people in the industry for the way that they make money or the way that they do their comedy. It seems strange to me. Why not just try to enjoy your life, be as good as you can? What does it matter? I don't even want to come after Michael Che. I'm, I'm not shitting on him at all. These are just my observations, but it's odd to me that someone would go out of their way to do this instead of just being like, yeah, I'm on SNL. This is my gig. This is my livelihood. And I'm going to try to do the best job I can. This kind of reminds me of Howard Stern criticizing podcasting a few years ago. That I understand more. Howard Stern is like the king of broadcasting. It's an old school medium. Howard Stern is one of the best to have ever done it. He kind of had the cranky old man effect. He's like these podcasting kids just sit in their basement. They don't have an audience. They don't do shit. And he's not always wrong. But that I kind of understood. You're Howard Stern. You're like the top of your industry and you're just of an older generation you just don't get podcasting and streaming and youtubing and all this shit that people under 50 do now but michael chase not howard stern he's good i don't know if he would have the name that he does if he wasn't working for snl i think more people know snl than him but that was the special it was odd if you want to watch it make up your own mind you can if you've seen it what did you think am i just overthinking it did it seem off to me is there anything that you feel like i missed or you want to add let me know in the comments and i'll see you next time